You're listening to The Training Dummies. With Rob and Daryl and James. And we've decided to run a marathon. Greetings and welcome to episode 262 of The Training Dummies, recorded on January 6, 2022. Oh, that sounds weird to say. Uh, with me, as always, we've got Rob. Rob, how are you doing tonight? Hey, man. Uh, it is. It is 2022. It's a weird It's a weird time, man. It's a weird year. It's a weird new year. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounded weird to say that, though. But anyway. Yeah. You're getting old. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Um, uh, we're not gonna have uh, we're not gonna have James tonight. We and, and I think he's gonna be taking a break for the foreseeable future. He's got some just some personal stuff going on, and we want to respect his space and let him and let him uh, just take care of whatever he needs to take care of. And we uh, we absolutely uh, still stay in touch with him, and he's a he's a dear friend, and uh, we're gonna let him do his thing for a little bit. But since we don't have James tonight, we went out and found a guest. Um, I, I think we've mentioned before that we're on, both of us are on TikTok probably more than we should be. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but I've started finding a lot of people on, on Rung TikTok and there's actually a fairly big community on there. So um, there's a, a person on there who I followed for quite a while and I... Decided to see if she'd like to come on the or on the show tonight, and I know we talked about seventy five hard the last time, but um, she's doing something called seventy five soft. So I'd like to talk to her about that. But anyway, let's give a big training dummies welcome to Renee. Let's see if my soundboard still works. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> this is really uh, the big round of applause. I don't know where. Oh, I I heard it on my end. See, I got to get that. Oh, fixed. did you? Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're uh, it's not playing through. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. My soundboard's right. wonky. Well, yeah. Anyway, there's my, a big round of my... applause there. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I have yet to actually post anything to TikTok, which is kind of funny because I have, I've been a pretty early adopter to most forms of social media, but, uh, right now I'm a lurker on TikTok, but yeah, Daryl sent me your, uh, a post that you had made the other day about the 75 soft. And, and it's funny because we had talked a few times about the 75 hard and, um, I live in central Texas and it's pretty nice here most of the time, but there is most certainly, uh, you know, several, like a, a couple months out of the year where you are going to get rain and you are going to get a ton of rain. And mm. I'm like, you know, you can kind of go outside in the snow and take a walk. But when it's like raining sideways, like that's a different thing than than uh, than just being out in the snow. So I, I don't know. I could never like quite fully commit myself to the 75 hard. And then Daryl sent me your post and I was like, okay. I don't even know why I hadn't considered this previously, but this looks awesome. Yes, I find it way more attainable. And well, I live in um, the East Coast of Canada. So like we get hit with snow pretty hard and rain. So I didn't want to be outside either for 45 minutes a yeah. day. So um, plus where I'm also a runner, I don't like to run or, you know, sometimes I don't want to overtrain. So working out two times a day, 45 minutes each, like you're kind of putting yourself at a risk of an injury that, that I don't want to deal with. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Um, 
I realize I completely just jumped on the gas pedal because I was super excited <laughs> to get into it. But why? Why don't you? Yeah, why don't you give us a little bit of your history? What 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 got you into running? What got you into social media? What got you into you know kind of what led you to where you're at today? Sure. Um, so I uh, I live in PEI, Canada, a uh, little tiny island, and um, I probably started running. I'd say the fall of 2018. Um, that spring, I started my weight loss journey. I weighed probably around 330 pounds and I've lost a little over a hundred. Um, and we did a fitness test and within the fitness test, there was a mile test and it took me over 18 minutes to complete a mile. And then I was like, man, like I can get that down. So I just kind of kept going. And then I discovered that I really enjoyed running. Um, I've done a few five K's, a few 10Ks. I've actually completed two half marathons in 2021. Nice. And yeah, so um, it's just been a journey. Like I had to repair my relationship with food because I was a binge eater. And then throughout that process and helping others and gaining confidence in myself, I started to share more on social media. And then, you know, I really liked helping people. So then I stopped working in pharmacy because I was a pharmacy technician and I got my personal training certificate. So awesome. I'm actually, I actually work as a personal trainer and a weight loss coach here in PEI. That so, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, it's funny because you said PEI and I was, for a minute, I was like, I, sh- I should know what this is. Um, and then all of a sudden it struck <laughs> me because uh, one of the guys I work with, he goes there. Uh, that's where his family's from. So he no, goes really? there uh, to vacation. Uh, yeah. Well, I live in Alberta. Like place to visit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live in Alberta, so I know exactly where PEI is. <laughs> yes. Fellow the Canadian. little tiny, tiny spot. Yeah. <laughs> with the potatoes and the red sand. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Man, you said so many things there that I honestly feel like. Like I could go on a whole episode about uh, just just in your brief introduction, <laughs> and uh, Daryl's gonna have to rein me in a little bit here because I love to <laughs> I love to just sidebar on stuff. But but one thing that you said that stuck out and and I think it's kind of relevant to a lot of people though is that um, is that you had to repair your relationship with food, mm-hmm. and that is I think I think honestly like I don't. If I'm just being candid, I, I, I promise you that's something that I um, have I thought that I had done, but I keep revisiting that thing over and over and over. Is there is there something that that kind of stuck with you that was kind of like a light bulb moment? Well, um, so I had lost my mom uh, probably almost six years ago now, and mm. I was kind of turning to food. So it's like anytime mm. I would was I wouldn't even be hungry. I would just eat. And it was like anytime I felt an emotion that wasn't necessarily like generally happy, I would turn to food. But then I was like, okay, well, what kind of internal stuff can I do to fix that instead of always going to chips or going to chocolate? So eventually, once I kind of identified the emotion that I'm trying to fix, I sat down, wrote about it, reflected a bit, and then I just tried to pick a different hobby to replace it with. And it did help a bit. And then now I kind of use things like I still have moments where I want to, you know, just eat a whole bag of chips because, you know, especially with snowstorms coming up, everyone goes mm-hmm. and gets their storm chips, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, I still have those moments. But then I think I'm like, okay, well, if I eat this, how is this going to make me feel? 
And then I'm brought back to memories of when like I was so full that my stomach was hurting. And then it just kind of brings me back to a moment I wasn't happy. And then I just don't eat the full bag of chips. So I'm a firm believer in like everything in moderation. Like if you want some chips, have them. Just, you Mm. know, don't go Mm -hmm. overboard. But it's just kind of coming to terms with the emotions that are triggering the bad eating habits that you're kind of going through. And it takes a lot of work to really kind of dig deep and think about that. <laughs> yeah, it does for sure. Um, there's there's a lot, and especially um, this is something that I had kind of mentioned previously. We I had run a half marathon um, a couple years back before COVID, and one of my goals this time around was to just do better. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. previously when I did it, you know, I was fairly honest with myself about the process and about training and running and all that. But then looking back on it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I could I could just do so much better. And so here I am this time, you know, I've I've kind of man, we haven't we haven't talked since, um, you know, I think our last episode was the, what beginning of December. Yeah, right, beginning of December. And then we're like, oh, we'll wait till after the holidays and then we'll then we'll get back at it. Mm. yeah so here we are now and i'm going hey wait a minute um i i i wanted to do better so i started plotting out the the actual the the run date Mm -hmm. and taking my my training schedule and kind of worked backwards from there you know Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden here i am going "Uh oh wait a minute i should have started already (laughs) and (laughs) here i am and and uh and so i jumped right in and i've I'm actually really proud of kind of how things are going right now. Um, I feel like the the muscle memory that because mm. uh, we were talking before um, about a month ago, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to start over with the couch to 5K. I'm gonna have to do this. Oh I'm no, have to do this. It starts and, to come back. Oh, it yeah. does. Yeah, it does. Once I once I saw how far behind I was, I was like, okay, I I got to do this for reals. And uh, and I jumped in, and I don't know. It was like the one of the first runs on my program was to run 30 minutes and i was like i don't know about that <laughs> and i did it i did it and i was like holy crap there you go nice uh because because here i am you know i'm i'm not where i want to be with my weight i'm i haven't really run consistently in a while but i just jumped mm-hmm. in and did it and i'm like oh okay this is working but the taking it back to the nutrition piece and the eating piece is like one of the things that i wanted to do better was i have to eat better and that's really hard when mm-hmm. you're when you're in this position where you are exercising several days a week and you are just constantly trying to push and run farther and, you know, do these, you know, do these different, uh, you know, these hit intervals and these long runs and all this stuff. And I'm like trying to figure out now, okay, how do I, because before I would, I would justify eating a bunch of pizza or some burgers or, you know, whatever it was because I just ran for two and a half hours that day. And yeah. so I'm like, how do I, how do I justify yeah. that though? You know? So I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I went off again, but um, <laughs> well, no, it's, how it's... Do you... <laughs> it, it does tie it all together though, because like when you're thinking about your training, especially as a runner, if you're not properly fueling your body, you're not going to have the energy to push yourself to mm-hmm. the paces that you want to get. You're not going to have the energy to go full throttle on your speed days or you know, if you're not properly fueling for your long runs, like you guys know, if you don't feel right, you're going to feel like crap. And mm-hmm. then you're probably mm-hmm. not going to get as far as you want to go. <laughs> yeah, it's that's 100% true. Yes. 
So what do you do that kind of balances that then? How do you, I mean, cause I, I, I go in there and I'm like, like you just said, Oh, chips. Cool. I love chips. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I do try to find like some healthier alternatives. Like, um, there are some pretty good healthier chips out, but I don't deprive myself from it. So instead, like I used to be the person that could eat like a family sized bag of chips, but now I'll just buy like a little bag from like the gas station and then I'll just mm-hmm. limit myself to that. And, um, I don't strictly follow calories. I'm pretty good at knowing like if I'm at the right amount for the day, cause I've been doing it for a few years, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. like I'm good at knowing, okay, I can fish say like two cups of chips in type thing. So I don't, I like to kind of like have a treat, not a treat nice, but like if I'm watching a movie, I like to have room in my day to be able to have the treat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't, um, because also, as I said that I was a binge eater, if I completely cut it all out, you're going to just one day be like, nope, I've had it. One emotion, you're off the hinge, and then you're eating everything in sight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's just making sure that you're still kind of, you're still letting yourself have the joy. Like, really, food gives you happiness, really, for a lot of people. So it's important that you still kind of incorporate that within your weekly diet. Just don't go overboard. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, do you try to follow a specific sort of meal plan or or uh, eating when you are when you are training versus kind of everyday life or? Um. So I'm still slightly trying to lose a little bit of weight, like nothing crazy, maybe another twenty to thirty pounds. So where I well, actually, I'm just starting to train for my next half marathon in May. So I'm eating nice. like slightly below maintenance. So I'm only eating like, well, everyone's calories are different, but I'm probably eating like in a 200 calorie deficit below my maintenance calories. Mm-hmm. So then um, I'm not where I am running a lot. And I also work out a lot at work <laughs> um, and I eat higher protein as well because the protein in your diet is going to keep you full longer. And that's what I find works for me personally is if mm-hmm. I kind of like have a higher protein and then middle carb and then less fat (laughs) but everyone's going to find balance differently um but yeah if you're trying to lose weight but you're also an endurance athlete like typically you should be close to your maintenance just because as your mileage is going up your energy requirements are going to go up Mm -hmm. so you're going to want more food that's good yeah, yeah I, that makes sense. I guess I guess it's just do you do you track your food? Do you use any um, sort of app to? Or, or, I mean, because I was watching something the other day that was like, like, hey, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, like, there's lots of ways to do it. You know, mm-hmm. there's the whole tracking macros, like full on being aggressive with tracking, and then there's the whole you're just gonna get upset with yourself if you try and get too granular. Yeah. Like, um, when I first started, I was pretty strict with it, just because I was very determined. Um, to get the weight off because I was super unhappy. Um, now, like, once you get used to it, you know your body and you know if you've eaten enough. But um, I still loosely follow my calories through, like, my Fitness Pal is a great free app that you can use. Mm-hmm. Um, lo- Lose It is another one. But mm-hmm. the thing with those is when you do put in your, your age, your weight, your height, your activity level, it determines your calorie 
and your macro um, breakdowns. But mm-hmm. there is a way that you can go in and edit it so then it actually is the proper amount so you're not under eating. Because typically I find they set you at way too low of a goal and you're actually starving yourself. Hmm. So Well, yeah, if, um, especially yeah. If, you're, if you're training for a pretty serious yeah. run, you're like, well, I can't exactly you know be eating you know 1200 calories a day or 1500 whatever you know whatever they set it at you know you'd collapse (laughs) (laughs) um like i do have a few fitness friends actually there's a few people i follow on tiktok too and they have like macro um calculators in their bios that you can go and use for free um Mm -hmm. like adam wright fitness has one right in his bio um, and you click it and it will give you your breakdown and you can literally put in it like how active you are. And if you, it will give you your maintenance, um, bulking, if you were looking to gain weight and then cutting for taking away. So, um, then once you get that, you can put it into any app and I, it does get obsessive. You, a yeah, lot of people can. I find like, and then it creates another <laughs> habit that you need to break and it's like a vicious mm, cycle. Mm-hmm. But I like to loosely, like I might not track seven days of the week. I might do it four days and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then I'll do my other three days kind of like on my own. Um, it's like anytime I start to feel a little off balance, I'll go back to my app, just make sure I'm hitting my targets or kind of close. You don't need to be perfect every day, but you know, close enough, and then I just continue on. <laughs> Are you tracking, Daryl? I said I was going to start, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> I do I do want to drop a bit, like, yeah, you know, the COVID-19 is definitely there. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not way over where I like to settle at, but it's definitely there. Like, uh, yeah, so... I know, like New Year's, so New Year's hit, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, resolutions." So that that is kind of what we want to do, and that's like maybe this is the maybe this is a good segue into the seventy-five, right? The seventy-five soft. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'm just looking for something. But yeah, like you said, we said before, like two forty-fives. It's just not going to happen. Um, no. <laughs> you know, I work eight hours a day. You know, adding your commute, you know, away from the house, nine, ten hours of the day. I've got three kids. And it's just. And I, I'm getting up there in age too, like uh, to find that time. It's just not, it's just not happening. So, and no. like, yeah, we were talking weather. Well, it's, it's minus 29 right now, 37 with the wind chill. So yeah, it's oh been gosh. really cold over there the last few days. Oh yeah. Last few weeks. I think we're <laughs> supposed to hit zero on Monday actually. So it's like a huge switch, but yeah, it's been minus 30 for almost two weeks. And I'm over yeah. here. Okay, I'm gonna convert this real quick. Okay, yeah, I'm you're over in here. Twenties. Yeah. <laughs> plus yeah. twenties. It's getting down into like single digits at night, and then like up in the twenties during the day. So yeah, like, like I'm all, just, oh no, <laughs> I'm not going outside in those temperatures unless I absolutely have to. Right. Yeah. The only reason I'm going outside for any period of time in this weather it would be if my house was burning down and I had nowhere else to go. Right. It's the only. <laughs> it's the only way I'm getting out of the house. Otherwise. <laughs> So, so it's just, it's not a feasible option for me. And, and I, like, even when we discussed it last month, I even straight up said then it's, it's like, I was interested, but it's just not an option. 75 hard. And then, Mm. and then, yeah, I saw you uh, posting stuff about the 75 soft and I'm like, I didn't even know that was an option. So, so I'm like, well. It's funny because like, yeah, when you first hear that, you're just like, oh, come on. You know, like I, uh, for me, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna go for it you know like but like that's not it doesn't have to be like that you know like 
Well, yeah. still, no, I think the seventy-five stop is still going to be very challenging. Like it totally is. Um, like myself, um, I work long. I, I work weird hours, honestly, because as a personal trainer, my hours revolve around other people's hours. Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. Like sometimes I might have a session at six a.m. and I might have my last one at like seven p.m. So it's a very long day, and I do teach fitness classes, so I at least get like. Uh, one or two workouts in a day which is good for me but I can't film them or anything mm-hmm. um, and then I was like okay well I need something to keep me on track I guess and that's when I started I didn't even wait till the new year I was actually in isolation because I was a close contact and oh, okay. then I saw 75 soft on someone else's and I was like oh yeah okay and I just kind of started it <laughs> yeah it, I mean I don't know Daryl sent me that post and I was like why does that make so much sense? <laughs> it's more like, realistic. Just, and uh-huh. especially with the new year coming in, like I find, I don't like to talk about resolutions per se, because I find people set really big resolutions and then they get so discouraged when they can't hit them because uh-huh. they don't make any little goals in between. So I like mm-hmm. to pick a few big goals and then a few small goals that, you know, kind of are those stepping blocks to get to the big goal. And, um, with 75 hard, if you're brand new to exercise, you're going to probably get exhausted and then feel discouraged and then stop. So mm-hmm. it's just a little, it's a easier, more attainable way to kind of get, build those healthier habits in your life. Well, what are the, what are some of the more, the details then of the 75 soft? Like I know we know some of the 75 hard, but, but what are some mm-hmm. of the details? Like what, if so I was with to the do this. 70- yeah, like with the 75 soft, it's not as intense. So you have your one 45-minute workout a day. Um, it can be inside or outside. It could be a walk or a weightlifting uh, session. Um, and then once a week, you do uh, active recovery day, which is great for runners because you need to let your legs rest. So you can go for a nice walk or a hike, or you, know, you could do some yoga. Um, then you have to drink three liters of water a day, um, and eat well. So no strict diet. You just make sure you're eating well. Um, only drink on social occasions. So if you have a birthday, you can have a beer. 75 hard. It said no alcohol. Yeah, nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, then read 10 pages of a book. You can read any book with 75 hard where, or with 75 soft, I mean, but I think with 75 hard, it was, it had to be like a self-help book or something. Well, it couldn't be like, what was it? Uh, it couldn't be nonfiction or, or no, it had to be nonfiction, uh, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, it had, yeah. Uh, yeah. It had to be. Non-fiction. Yes. So and sometimes people don't like to read stuff like that. Right. So it's just a little, you know, if you have a book that you're, you want to read, just read it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a certain kind. Just read a book. <laughs> Um, which I uh, honestly, one of my goals for the year was to kind of get into reading more because I find it so boring. So when I was like, oh, read 10 pages of book a day. Yeah, that's good. I can do that. <laughs> well, with so, podcasts and audiobooks and everything, like the, the, the art of sitting yes. down with a book and reading it is like, you know, way in kind the past. Of, kind of like, yeah. I mean, I, I like doing it, but also it's kind of like, well, because I'm a pyramid. I I don't love doing it. You know, I like it. I don't love it. Um, shit, I can't even tell you the last book I read because it's like, you know, we just, I was, it was something for work. It was some, you know, oh, some sort of programming book or something. You know, oh, like, wow. yeah. Well, my wife's yeah, probably reading like, right now because I'm up here. 
<laughs> she, she she's being lots. good she reads lots that's funny yeah like my mom read a lot and i just i hate it i just find it boring it's like sitting in one spot like i don't mind podcasts and stuff because i can put it on and go do other things in the background right, while i'm yeah. listening mm-hmm. but it's just the sitting down it's it's like i don't want to let myself sit down in one spot and kind of relax i'm very mm-hmm. go 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 and um it's one thing i am working on so that little aspect of the 75 soft challenge is good for me, honestly, because I do need to slow down every now and then. <laughs> so the active recovery, I want to drill down mm-hmm. on that a bit more. So what all can that be? Is it just like walking or, or I know you mentioned um, yoga, so, like what exactly? Yes. Um, for typically for like active recovery, it's something that your muscles are still working. Okay. Um, like, I guess like as a PT, this is just me talking. <laughs> um, so active recovery would be something that you're still working your muscles, but it's at a lower intensity. So like your heart rate's not going to be um, as high as it is when you're weight training or when you're running. Um, you're kind of giving your body exercise, but at a lower heart rate to allow your muscles and your heart to kind of recover. Um, so that's why like lower intensity things, even a like a nice little bike ride or something um, would be considered an active recovery day because you're still working your muscles. It's just not as high of an intensity as you would like if we were out for a run. That makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And it's, it's great. To, well, for myself anyway, like my active recovery day, the, well, I'm on day 10. So like last week was, um, I went for a walk and then I came and I did some like yoga for runners specifically because my hips tend to get really tight. So yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'm on a, a training program right now for the for the half, and it basically gives me something to do five days a week and then two mm. rest days. And I don't know, like, I feel like I could easily, you know, at least take walks on those days or, or something, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, mm-hmm. it'd be real easy to, to, to supplement a lot of the running with, or, you know, your downtime with something a little bit easier. Do you, ha- do you have um, like a, I mean, I, I imagine you do being that you've moved into this kind of as a career now, but what do you recommend for, for like, I've got a couple of days that are like cross training days mm-hmm. that are, that are not necessarily running or biking or, or, you know, whatever it is. What, what would you recommend? So um, do you mean like strength training days or just cross training days? Like, well, it doesn't specify, right? This okay. is just a, like a spreadsheet that I got from a friend that kind of like gives me uh, some information on, you know, try to do this, try to run it, try, you know, like, so. Makes sense. And I was watching, I'm going to let you answer. <laughs> but I was watching <laughs> something uh, the other day that was like, you know, training for a run like this isn't necessarily about sticking to the plan, like 100%. You have to know mm-hmm. when to deviate and when to adjust and when to do you know maybe maybe take a an off rest day or maybe you're feeling really good and you can you know you can put in an extra 30 minutes or you know you could do something so i'm yeah. trying trying to kind of navigate that like i said i, w- I just want to do better this time yes. than i than i did before so like typically um when like i do have a running coach now but even before i would run um training wise four to five times a week um most of them, I would have one speed workout, one long run with a little bit of speed worked into it. And then I would have a couple of easy runs, but then I would just have like some strides at the end to kind of keep the feet moving. Mm-hmm. Um, 
then typically I would say for runners, um, you don't want to strength train too much because you obviously don't want to be sore for your training runs. But um, two to three times a week, do some strength training. Even just two times would be fine. And then I would almost do like full body both of those days. Don't focus on certain muscle groups if you're only working out twice a week because mm-hmm. you're, you can maximize that time by doing two full body workouts. And then for runners specifically, it's great when you do like single leg activities. Mm-hmm. So like single leg calf raises, single leg deadlifts, stuff like that, because um, really you're hitting the pavement one foot at a time. So you're going to be moving um, all those joints and it, all that impact is coming down. So you want to make sure that your legs are very strong. Um, and then also when you are training for a long distance run, cause I learned this the hard way. I used to like to lift like really heavy, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then when I was like doing really heavy deadlifts and really heavy squats, I was super sore when I was doing my training runs mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. hindering my performance as a runner. So it's like, okay, one of these gotta go. So I don't lift like a power lifter anymore. I still do squats and stuff but I don't do it to the point where I can't walk the next day. <laughs> like, no. I think everybody knows the feeling like after a really bad leg day and you're like trying to like walk down the stairs and you have to hold on to the walls. Like yeah. that's how bad mm-hmm. my leg days were. Oh, yeah. So now- I see. That's what I was thinking with the, with the, you know, the strength training days, you probably want to uh, mm-hmm. not stay away from legs a little more. No, you definitely, you still want to train them. You just don't want to train them super hard. Like okay. even body weight, um, single leg body weight stuff, like honestly, is going to train your core and your legs because, mm-hmm. well, really, you need a strong core when you're doing any exercise, mm-hmm. even running. But um, yeah, single leg stuff. And then if you are doing like weighted exercises for legs, just don't go too hard. Um, and that's why if you do the full body days, instead of being like, okay, this whole workout, this whole 45 to 60 minute workout is strictly legs. That's mm-hmm. what's going to make your legs sore, and that's why you're going to hurt on your training runs. Mm-hmm. So I would do, like, two full body days if it was me. <laughs> gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. That mm-hmm. way you're not killing yourself when you're um, in the gym, and then you're not, like, having to skip runs because you're so sore. And then as for your running, like, honestly, if you feel like you can do another 20 to 30 minutes, um, if you keep it at, like, an easy pace – it's mm-hmm. probably fine, but you don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to hash out more sprints because your your sprint workouts and your speed workouts are designed a certain way. So you don't really want to push those too much. Mm-hmm. Um, right, but then right. with long runs, you do want to try to keep your long run because that's what's building your mileage up week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, sometimes you don't have it in you and that's fine. <laughs> Just don't yeah. make a habit of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like that's last year... Yeah, like I was hoping to run my first full marathon in October, um, this past October, but in the summer, I hated running in the heat, and then I let all oh, my long yeah. runs kind of like slip, and then I would, I was like, nope, I can't do it. So I, I actually uh, got a personal best on my half marathon at that race, and I'm hoping to run the full marathon that same one this coming October this year. I have registered for it. I just don't know. I'm hoping I'll be able to do it. <laughs> you will. Yes. Yeah, sure. No, Absolutely. I know you will. Like, I just, if if I've learned anything here, it's it's like, we can do so much more than we think. And it's kind of crazy, but we can do it. You know, like yes. you're, you have that experience and the memory and the, you know, you have everything it takes. 
Well, I think what will be different is my mindset has shifted a little bit. I wasn't as confident uh, last year when I was going into the training as I would be this year. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a coach last year where this year I do have a coach. Actually, he's a fellow TikToker, um, Brendan Carpenter. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure Daryl's probably seen him on TikTok too. (laughs) Um, He's from Ontario and he lost 160 pounds and he's like a super fast runner now. And he started from not running at all. And now he's my coach. So having Mm -hmm. him there kind of pushing me along is definitely helping. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. The name yes. isn't familiar, but I'm going to look it up. It could be yeah, unfollowing his... already, but yeah, oh, I'll definitely you check be. it out. His username is like Bree, B-R-E-C-A-R-P runs. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, you've probably seen his face around, but he is, um, he's pretty funny. So I've <laughs> got to, I've got to get into the, the TikTok running community, honestly. Oh, there's that's lots. I need to. Oh, there's so well, many dude, I can, I'm in so many rabbit hole, weird, <laughs> you know, I would say most of what I look at is like music and like comedy and stupid, you know, like weird, like uh, funny video stuff. Not weird. Like, well, if you want a bunch creepy, that but like, <laughs> I would recommend you follow. I've got a bunch. Yeah, yeah, man. I could probably just go through your. And I, I'm pretty sure like, Renee and I have a bunch of the same we'd recommend. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And like everyone's just so supportive. And what yeah. I love about the running community is like it doesn't matter how big or small you are. It doesn't matter how fast or slow you are. You're a runner. Like I am a, mm-hmm. I'm a very slow runner. I am a back of the pack runner, but I'm happy where I'm at. <laughs> okay. I see no can problem I, with that. Can I just say I'm low key happy to hear that though, because yeah. <clears throat> I, up until, up until a few years back before, you know, when Daryl and I kind of started this whole thing, I've, I have severe asthma and mm. I was never a runner ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever. And, uh, and it's just been the last, I don't know, I, I, I guess it's been several years now. I'm not really counting COVID because that's yeah. just been a special experience. But like, yeah, I was never a runner. And now all of a sudden I'm like, I, I've run a half marathon. I've run several 5Ks and all this. And the thing that plagues me is my self-criticism of my pace all the time. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, you are so slow. You're not a runner. You're a freaking like waddler or you know, like whatever, yeah. you know? And it just, I just can't like, I'll do good for a little while. And then all of a sudden there I am right back in the just think of like headspace again, you know? Even if you're out there running slow, think of all the people that are like at home watching TV, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, yeah. you're already yeah. moving faster than the people on their couch, right? <laughs> So, and then Brendan, my coach, one thing, because one of my goals is to hopefully get a little faster. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, listen, to get fast, you got to run slow. And it's true. You got to slow yourself down Mm -hmm. and stay within a certain pace. And then eventually you can move up. Um, But there's no shame in running slow because, you know, you're better than all the people who aren't running at all. So, (laughs) yeah, our other, our other host, uh, James, he would come with statistics and he would say, you know, this, this percentage of people in the world have ever even run a half marathon. So you're exactly, I think it's, um, less than 1% of the population has ran a full marathon. So like by the time you run a full marathon, you're going to be like less than 1% and that's pretty cool. Elite. Right? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. My biggest fear of running a full marathon was, um, I was scared I wasn't going to run it in the cutoff time. And then my friends oh. were like, who cares? Who cares? We're still going to be there. I'm like, they're going to tear everything down. And I'm still going to be running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, the, 
I think I it's like key, six uh, hours, like, but yeah, I don't I, know. I definitely have that same thought. I'm like, yes, oh, make that cut off time. Jeez. Like, yeah. Like one of my friends uh, works for the, the marathon um, that I plan to do. And he's like, Renee, you're still going to get your medal. I'm still going to give you your medal. And I was like, that's not the point. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I still want to finish with like the big blow up finish thing. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll That's see cool. what, uh, what kind of tips would you give for somebody who's, uh, cause I'm going to hit this at different stages. What kind of mm-hmm. tips would you give to somebody who's like in that kind of head, head phase of being stuck a little bit and doesn't know where to jump in? I mean, cause Honestly, there's always the, just, just go for it. But like, like, what does that even mean? You know? When you say just go for it, it's almost like you're encouraging someone to push a little too hard. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they're going to have these expectations. And if they fall short, they're going to be upset. Um, So if I had someone like that, I would probably just tell them to be patient um, and to be consistent. Because long-term consistency is is what's going to get you closer to your goals. Um, Mm -hmm. If you go out too fast, then you start missing your workouts. Or um, you get discouraged and you just stop and then you try to pick it up again you're going to be like 10 steps behind where if you just keep plugging along at your easy pace and you're being consistent, you're going to see the changes that way. Um, so yeah, my biggest things, um, to tell people are to just be patient and to stay consistent. Um, doesn't matter if it's with training, nutrition, just stay consistent. I think there's this overwhelming piece of when you're trying to, when you're trying to do, you know, like you were talking about the, the new year's resolution style of, mm-hmm. of approach to things. There's this kind of stigma about like, well, I have to do the new year, new me. And that means cold Turkey, everything right now. I've got to, you know, I have to cut out everything. I have to lose this much weight. I have to start doing this most exercise. And I think like biting off more than you can chew is probably, yep. probably one of the biggest uh, oh, it, it is. And I, I see it in my line of work all the time. Like you get people and they're like, okay, I need a new meal plan. I need to work out X amount of times a week. I want to lose this amount of weight in like four weeks. And you're like, okay, well, hold on. Um, what small changes can we make today to get you to your mm-hmm. goal? Mm-hmm. Um, like, honestly, weight loss is not fast. Some people it is fast, but typically like one, uh, about half a pound to two pounds a week is yeah. considered a healthy weight loss rate. And mm-hmm. um, when I have people that come in and they're doing all that, and I'm just like, okay, let's sit down. Let's be real. Um, what's one thing that we can change this week? What's one thing that we can add to that the next week? Like, that's why I don't like resolutions because everyone goes in with all these big expectations and then they get overwhelmed and they don't know what yeah. to do and then they stop. So I, I like to do step by step. <laughs> Um, like, and that's what I, like I did that. when I first started. Like when I first started, I had all that weight to lose. I was just kind of like, oh my God, like I don't know what to do. And the first thing I focused on was drinking all my water. So first couple of weeks, that was my main concern, making better choices with my food and drinking all my water. And then after that, I started working out two times a week. And then mm-hmm. like af- after mm-hmm. I got comfortable in the gym, it was three times a week. And it just, you got to get your body used to the changes that you're making a little bit at a time. And then it's not as much of a shock and eventually you're doing the thing and you're like, wow, look at all that progress I made. So <laughs> yeah. that's how I kind of yeah, like to great. look at it. That's, that's why I don't like these big resolutions because everyone thinks that they need to set the bar like so high. And I just, I hate seeing people get so discouraged about it when they don't reach the goal. 
it's very easy to get caught up in in that kind of uh, mentality i think yeah yes for sure definitely i mean because there's that the like i was saying there's like the pressure of the new year right well mm-hmm. go 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 mm-hmm. well and it's everywhere too right like it's yeah. on tiktok it's on twitter it's on facebook it's on instagram it's literally everywhere Mm-hmm. Um, magazines like it's plastered all over the place that you need to change everything in the new year <laughs> all right so that i think that was kind of in terms of a beginner where would you take maybe that same question um for somebody who's a little more advanced what kind of uh, what kind of changes or approach would you would you recommend um if i had someone who is kind of more advanced i would almost ask them like what's something that what's a goal that they never thought that they would ever do And say, like, say if their goal was to run a half marathon and they did it and they were Uh like, okay, um, so now what? Like, okay, well, do you like running? Do you want to try a full marathon? And then you kind of add a little bit of challenge in it where they're already comfortable in the training that they're doing. And then you're challenging them a little bit more out of their comfort zone to push them a little farther. But Uh it's not like a push where um, they're like everyone normally gets a little bit discouraged but it's not enough that it's going to completely derail them mm-hmm. where if you're a full beginner you do have to just kind of ease them into it um mm-hmm. that's kind of what i would do i uh like i have clients that you know they've hit a certain goal and i'm like okay what's next and then we set something that's a little higher and then we make a new plan and we go after it and the new plan is set up differently than where it was when they first started so that's kind of how you got to keep adding in those little challenges and pushing yourself a little farther. And then that's how you realize that you're like, man, I'm capable of doing all this. Oh, 100%. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what I did with myself really. Mm-hmm. Cause I know like you mentioned 2018, that's when Rob and I both started as well. We both, we both independently started the couch to 5k program. And then like a weekend, we were like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm like, oh my, I'm doing it too. And then that helped us push each other actually to complete it. Mm. But then after we ran the 5K, then then I signed up for another one. And then um, there was a, a 12K like trail race that summer. And I ended up doing that. And then I did a 15K by September. And then the next year, the, okay, well, we both decided, okay, let's do a half marathon. So we did that. But then that same yep. year, I'm like, well, what else can I do? Um, so I did exactly. a Spartan, I did a Spartan race mm-hmm. oh, wow. and then, oh yeah, you did, huh? And then I did another half marathon in September and then I did a half marathon trail race that was ridiculous. There is like a, it was a river crossing, like, <laughs> like the water was, it was fast cause it's the North Saskatchewan river rushing through Edmonton. The water was up to like my belly button walking across. Oh my God. Then you had to run three K a loop around this island and cross back but it was like <laughs> but it was like but like you're talking about you know what can I, what else can i do but that's what i did personally was like just my these adding these extra little things each time so yep. it's it's great hearing you say that because that's that's what i feel i did i'm like well okay i can run a 5k well what else can i do i can run a tent well what else can i do mm-hmm. you know it's yep. like, and now you're wow. going after the beast <laughs> now you're well, going yeah. after the beast the marathon that's exactly <laughs> it right and then if you like i think me and rob both said this when we first did our 5k are we ever going to run a half marathon <laughs> no why would we do that <laughs> yeah. but then a year later like the the race that i ran my 5k on exactly one year later i did the half marathon on the same course right the same that's the same actually, race day that's kind of how i did it so my first ever race um 
my 5k race was at the one that I did my first official in-person uh, half marathon at this past October. And then that's the one I'm hoping to do my full marathon this come year. And that will be like a full circle moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Be- like if you would have told me in 2018 that I'd be training for a full marathon, I would have thought that you were crazy. A thousand percent that. Yeah. Uh, I think I exactly the same thing you guys are saying. I, I know I've told this story before, I'll, so I'll keep it short. But yeah, the the 5K that I ran the very first time was when I finished the couch to 5K plan. And my wife's dad said, hey, what do you think about this? And he sent me this link and I looked at it. And I was like, I don't know, it looks cool. I'm like, why would I want to go to Waco though? But whatever. And he's like, I'll I'll, I'll pay for your entry fee. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. And so I had no idea that I had just agreed to go and run in the event that was put on by Chip and Joanna Gaines over <laughs> over if you know who that is, they do the fixer upper and all the Yes. Yeah. So I had no idea that's what I agreed to. When I got there and I ran that 5K and there was like 4,000 people running the 5K event. And I, it was just wall to wall. Like I was so like, I had no idea what I'd gotten myself into. And it was basically a defining moment, I guess, you know, that whole life changing experience. And then the next year that I ran the half marathon at that same event. And then, then my, you know, it's been a couple of years and, I didn't exactly do kind to myself during COVID, but now coming up for the for the next uh, half that I'm going to do is going to be at that same event, and That's then awesome. we'll we'll see. Uh, we've got we our goal is to run a full yep. by the end of 2022, and you know I think the ideally what we want to do is some sort of destination run where you know Daryl and I and and James and whoever can show up and we can all run this event together because it's kind of been a a bit of a group journey you know? that'd be good it would be good i'm uh i'm nervous <laughs> i don't know uh <laughs> you know well, honestly yeah. I, I don't i don't know a person who like hasn't run a full marathon and hasn't said that they were nervous i know marathon people who have ran a few full marathons and are mm. still nervous right so yeah, yeah. totally yeah. normal <laughs> we're, we're not we're not young guys anymore. Like, depending <laughs> yeah. on when we run this, I could be forty-eight at the time we run this. So, <laughs> like, man, that's yeah, for that's real. two years shy of fifty. Uh, for, for like, holy smokes! But but like, you're gonna be your best, the best oh, I know. version that you've ever been, though. You know? I know. Well, you're, that's exactly it. Like, if when I was forty, if someone had said, "Hey," and the next 10 years you're gonna run a full marathon I'd laughed in their face like what? that's ridiculous you're, right you're crazy yeah <laughs> like yeah for real so, but it is what it is like i i, I actually enjoy running so it's uh it's, it's like an escape it, it it's like is. an escape from from everything you can just turn your mind off and go mm-hmm. or yeah. you can work through some stuff like if you're frustrated you can just take that with you and think about it and work through it while you're running right like there's just so many benefits other than obviously like physical benefits and honestly the marathon it's yeah it's a lot of physical training but it's a lot of mental training too right so yeah (laughs) well i think we kind of agreed to try and keep this to a reasonable timeline daryl is there what are you thinking in terms of what else we're we're uh wanting to cover here tonight (sighs) I don't know. I think we. we did I'm going to keep sidebarring. I promise you. That's that's <laughs> what I do. So, <laughs> well, if we're if we're ready to wrap it up, we can just segue in it to. Uh, um, I mean, I do have a. I do have 
Well, if like you got another question, question, go for it. Well, there's just so <laughs> there's so many questions though. No, um, go, I'm gonna be no, I'm gonna be good. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going forever if I if I keep asking questions. So I think I think we're good. All right. Well, uh, maybe we should move on to the playlist then. Well, let's do okay. Maybe a gear recommendation, and then oh uh, yeah, gear recommendation. There we, we haven't done that in a while, but sure. I uh, well, I bring it up, and I don't have one, but I figure I don't have one uh, either. I figure Renee has one. <laughs> Normally, we'll do like a some sort of a gadget or gear, or like some sort of thing or like recommendation, and then uh and then go from there's, there. There's so many. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, um, so typically I'll just, I guess I'll go through what I would wear if I'm going to do, do a, a long run. I, I have aftershock headphones. Um, mm-hmm. I guess oh, yeah. now they're called shocks. They changed their name. They're called shocks now, not aftershocks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. those are great because you can hear traffic. Um, they're Bluetooth and they are water resistant. Mm. So they are like a must have. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. I don't know. Obviously, your fuel gadget-wise, I don't know. Like I, running watch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like gadget-wise, I'm not very. Those are the only two techie things I own, and then everything else is just gear, like my hydration vests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Man, I have uh, I've really kind of come around to the fact that like some of this stuff is expensive. Well, it's expensive, but when when you look at stuff like the like actual running socks, mm-hmm. like I never I in the couple. world thought I would have been like, "This is cool. I need this," <laughs> you know. But here I am now. Like I've got several pairs. Um, where I live, there's a there's these factory like outlet shops like really close to me. So I'll go into like Nike and Under Armour and Asics and all these different places. I will go in there and straight up be like, <laughs> and get them for like super cheap. But I'm like, holy crap, actually wearing s- proper socks and like, you know, the moisture wicking yep. clothing and stuff like that. I'm like, gosh, it makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, it really does. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, um, I, and I, then I think that's really it. Like, yeah. That and yeah, no socks is a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought of something I right. wanted to bring up. Okay, so and it's been on TikTok a lot recently. You even sent me a video which I had already tried, but the heel lock on running oh, shoes. Yeah. yeah, what? I still, I'm still very so, un- do it, do it. Yes, I'm telling you, give it, it a really, try. It really, yeah. Like if you find that your your heel slips in the slightest in your shoe, do doing it. that little heel lock. It mm-hmm. really locks it in. You don't want to tie it too tight, though. You want to be mindful mm-hmm. of that because it will feel a lot of tension on the top of your foot. But mm-hmm. your shoes will not slip off of your heels, and you'll feel so much more secure when you're out there running, especially like on uneven pavement or trails. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a game changer. <laughs> so really do you is. have to do that weird, like the way that the um, way that it's like it loops around and, you know, like this weird kind of... I don't do it that way, actually. So I, um, I just keep going side to side, side to side. And oh, you then just use the talk. extra, and then just the way you go. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I well, no, I'm trying to think now because I, I mean I don't have my <laughs> running shoe with me, right? But <laughs> um, like I'll do side to side, and then I still do. I think I still do a little loop of some kind. I just don't know how I do it, but I don't do the weird little like how they do the same lace out and then back in that upper 
Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that extra hole up there. They're yeah. like, well, I tried I that, really that and that I really way. like it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch that again because I'm 100% not really sure what the heck to do with that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, oh, it just done. I'm like, no, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that up. So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. good one. Yeah, the heel lock. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm experimenting with different uh, tightness of my shoes mm-hmm. because I've noticed that quite a few times my right foot will uh, it'll out of nowhere it'll feel like it's going slightly numb almost I, it's then, almost like your shoes are tied too tight or uh-huh. um, your feet swell too I mean if you're running mm-hmm. long distance so like oftentimes you might tie your shoes what feels normal and then a few miles down the road you're like oh my god you have to mm-hmm. stop and literally loosen your shoes because your feet are swelling <laughs> Yeah, it's that's that's kind of the main, I guess, weird ish thing where I'm like, why, why is this? You know, it's just my right foot though, and I don't feel like I tie my shoes differently. You know, like they're the left one's different than the right one, but you know, I have another pair of shoes that I tried running with with them like fairly loose, mm-hmm. and it was fine. But then again, it was just a thirty minute run, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. could, if you know, if you're running for, you know, you know. 10k plus or you know half marathon that that might come back to punish you yeah for probably sure. <laughs> all right there we go let's jump into okay. the playlist playlist time playlist time so i did ask renee to come up with a song for our playlist so i and you said you had one before we started that you would like to put on there yes it's kind all of right. an old song that's that's good <laughs> Um, I don't even know if it's on there or not, but I really like to listen, like if I'm struggling through a run, um, ain't no mountain high enough Mm. because it's kind of sends you a message of overcoming any obstacle. So it allows me to kind of dig deep and that's why I like that song. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's a good one. Sweet. Mm. That is a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. That really is. (laughs) Rob, what do you got this week? Man, I'm do it. I'm torn. Do it. <laughs> okay, why? Because you you probably know what where I'm headed with this. Yes. Okay, fine. Uh es- Eskimo Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, if there's, there's two a songs of... completely different from each other, it's the two that have just yes. been mentioned. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I can- this song has been perma stuck in my head and I and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so stupid and so good. I really don't like the screaming metal, like when they scream. But I love the song. I don't know why. Oh, it's the video. It's so freaking good. <sighs> it is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been debating on what I want on this one too, but I think I'm going to go with Eminem and Nate oh. Dog with "Till I Collapse." Oh yes. Okay. So that's uh actually they they play that at the gym I don't know every couple of weeks um, mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that's a good song I, I should add that to the you know I got to get it on my personal playlist but I should add that onto ours and then it's like then I don't think about it and then I don't think about it and then I'm like oh yeah I hear it again I'm like oh yeah I got to <laughs> add that one so I finally like this time I'm like I, I remember what it is so so yeah anyway Perfect. that's the one so yeah I think we got a good mix of songs this week yeah that's a lot of good songs. <laughs> all right um renee do you have anything else you want to add any last comments before we wrap it up 
Um, not really. I just uh, would like to thank you guys for having me uh, on your podcast. It was fun. So, and if you ever wanted to do it again, I'm open to it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You've been an absolute wonderful guest. Thank you so much, Renee. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, that was great. Um, all right, where can uh, people reach you if they want to get a hold of you again? Uh, like, or what's your TikTok? Um, so my TikTok username is Renee Fitness, or you. I'm also on Instagram, and it's Renee C Cormier um, is my Instagram handle. So yeah, um, I'm on both of them. I post about running and fitness and just health in general on both of the, those accounts. So, and if you ever have any questions, you can definitely reach out to me there. Perfect. All right, Rob, what are yours? Uh, I don't know, whatever it is. The the <laughs> Twitter and the... <laughs> at Rob uh, Copeland. At Rob Copeland. We got to the point where we just don't even care about... Like, <laughs> at Daryl underscore TTD. Mm. Actually, my uh, Twitter and TikTok are the same. And of course, <laughs> on Twitter, at Training Dummies. Um, so yeah, I guess that's all, hey? Mm. I think so, yeah. All right, so I will play the outro. Uh, geez, it's been so long. We're doing this once a month. I can't remember what button I need to press. F4. Here it is. F4. All right. The advice you can trust. Woo! Go challenge yourself. Woo!